Welcome to the ROTC Scholarship Podcast, hosted by former Army ROTC Professor of Military Science, Lieutenant Colonel Retired Rob Kirkland. In these episodes, we explore how to best prepare yourself to obtain one of these valuable scholarships for those applicants who wish to attend a college or university and become officers in the military. The application process can be complex and confusing. This podcast works to make it more understandable. And now, the ROTC Scholarship Podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm here to, to talk to you today about the uh, CBEF, which is the uh, Civilian Background Experience Form. This is a Army psychological test that's uh, given to Army ROTC uh, scholarship applicants. And this year, starting the first year, is being given to uh, applicants uh, for the United States Military Academy, uh, West Point. Now, the CBEF uh, is accounts for 18% of the Army ROTC scholarship point total. So it's a significant part of uh, determining whether or not you'd get a Army ROTC scholarship or not. Uh, for West Point, it's uh, not being counted this year. I think it's being used as uh, uh, just a survey instrument to determine uh, uh, whether or not it might be a useful to tool uh, to uh, for future applicants in years at the uh, at at West Point. Uh, so it is an important part of the uh, Army ROTC application, and so it's the reason why. Uh, I'm doing this podcast today and why we uh, need to pay attention uh, to it if you're in particular an Army ROTC uh, scholarship applicant. So might ask, well, why uh, was such a uh, test, uh, online test for, uh, <clears throat> for applicants put into place? Uh, well, it was because uh, ROTC uh, has, uh, at least in the past, uh, commissioned uh, less officers uh, on active duty and in the Guard and Reserve that uh, uh, that started in the program and finished it. In other words, the retention rate uh, for ROTC cadets was was less than uh, those that went to West Point or those who went to through Officer Candidate School. Uh, in particular, what was concerning to uh, U.S. Army Cadet Command was was that. Uh, for the four-year Army ROTC scholarship, if you leave after the first year, uh, you don't have to pay back uh, the tuition that the uh, Army pays for the first year. And so, for schools, you know, for high-priced schools, that can be fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. So, uh, it's important uh, was important for Army ROTC to determine uh, which uh, uh, candidates would stick it out. Uh, over the four years and wouldn't bail after the first year or wouldn't, uh, you know, have problems uh, in moving to commissioning. And so they put, so in 2007, 2008, uh, Army ROTC commissioned the Army Research Institute and some of the uh, uh, scholars there or uh, researchers there to come up with an instrument uh, in order to kind of get at uh, some of the characteristics they believed were uh, were going to uh, uh, be determining factors in a person sticking through the four years, commissioning, and staying in the military uh, as an officer. Uh, ideally, 
through their initial commitment of four years, uh, if they're going active duty, all the way through to a career, which is 20 years uh, in the Army. So if they could find out uh, through some sort of test what those characteristics are, then they could uh, get better get at uh, those candidates that they believe would be uh, ones that they would want to bring on to the program. So there were several researchers at Army Research Institute that uh, went through and uh, developed uh, this instrument, uh, this uh, what's called the CBEF for the Civilian uh, Background Experience Form. And uh, it was uh, implemented, I think, in like 2013 and has been in place for Army ROTC uh, since then and uh, has quite, a, as I said before, has quite a bit of percentage to the overall uh determination of uh, whether or not you get a scholarship or not. In fact, uh, a commanding general for Cadet Command about two or three ones ago uh, stated that the CBF, CBEF survey is the single most important predictor as to whether the applicant will successfully complete Army ROTC training and commission. That's over things like uh, SAT, ACT, GPA, uh, and other measures. So she felt that uh, that the CBEF was uh, a very, very important part of, uh, you know, determining uh, cadet success. Uh, so obviously, Army ROTC thinks it's important. Uh, and so you as an applicant to uh, for the scholarship needs to uh, put the same importance on this. So these uh, Army Research Institute uh, reports on the CBEF are available online. Uh, so what I'm telling you today is not anything that you can't look up. Uh, I'll uh, provide an attachment or provide a, uh, uh, a link today to several of those studies that were done in the mid-2000s. So you can kind of uh, see the authors of these and uh, kind of their thought process bo- processes behind this survey. Uh, but... Uh, but in any event, what I'm going to do today is kind of talk about some of the things that uh, Army ROTC is looking for so that uh, when you're uh, working on the CBEF uh, as part of a scholarship applicant, that you can kind of get an idea of, of uh, what the Army is uh, and Army ROTC is trying to get at here. So uh, this is a 120-question form des- designed to determine a high school applicant's aptitude to complete the ROTC. And it's generally on a one to five scale or an A to E scale. So um, A would be uh, most likely and E would be least likely. So say a typical question might be, uh, I consider myself uh, more athletic than the average student in my high school. So one would be, you know, very much more so would be like, say, A and all the way down to E, which would be, you know, I'm, you know, much less likely or much, much less, uh, that's not, that's not me or that doesn't characterize me. So when you answer this, the CBEF, in general, you want to answer uh, to the extreme for almost all of these 120 questions. So when you answer, for example, if I'm, am I more athletic than the average person at my high school, you want to answer A or yes, much more, uh, rather than say saying, well, Johnny or 
Julie are more are uh, more athletic than I am, so I'm going to give myself a four rather than a five because you know I am not the most athletic in my high school. There are a couple people that are more athletic than me. No, I mean you're rewarded on this survey for answering that you are much more to the extreme to the you know A or one rather than uh, giving yourself uh, being modest on this test. So don't be modest. Uh, certainly answer it truthfully, but don't be modest. If you are truly an athletic person, then most likely you are a one. You are more highly athletic than the vast majority of people uh, in your high school. So keep that in mind uh, as you're kind of going through this test, that it rewards uh, people who answer in the extreme, that answer that they're much above average or it, uh, or in the case, for example, there may be negative questions. In other words, there may be a question like, uh, I, uh, I don't, or my, I don't, I, uh, appreciate, I do not appreciate when my teachers, uh, correct me, for example. So your answer there would be, no, that doesn't, that's not definitely not something that, uh, is characteristic of me. So that would be extreme, say negative answer, a correct answer, but one that is uh, one that is indicative of somebody who takes corrective criticism. So that's what you want to do. You want to answer in, in these ways. So so let's kind of go through. What I want to do is I want to go through kind of each of the areas that uh, that this, this survey is going to uh, cover. So you can kind of get an idea of kind of what uh, Army ROTC is looking for uh, when they uh, ask these kind of questions. So the first thing I want to talk about is persistence. Uh, the Army ROTC is looking for people who will persist through the program that will, because the ROTC program over four years is tough. It's not easy. It's one that, uh, you know, requires uh, you to stick with it, to stick with it, even though it may be difficult at times or something that, you know, may be challenging. So that this, of course, translates into the army, and that you're not going to necessarily be in situations that uh, you know where, or you're going to be in situations where persistence is going to be a very much of a positive aspect. So there's going to be questions uh, that ask you, you know, how often do you quit? How often do you persist in something all the way to the end? So you obviously want to answer that in almost all cases that you, of course, persist through things that you don't uh, give up. Okay, so persistence is number one. Persist, you persist, you don't give up, even in the face of challenges. So number two is enjoys physical challenges. So this gets into the into the uh, questions about or enjoys physical activity. So questions like, uh, you know, I enjoy physical activity more than the average person. Or I like to, uh, uh, you know, work out. So you definitely want to say, you know, that you work out more than the average, that you are more physically fit, that you are definitely somebody who, um, you know, who does not shy away, that shies, that, that, uh, shies away from comfort, exercises, and challenges yourself. Army ROTC has a uh, term for this. It's called first stringers. These are people who, you know, seek out. Uh, these types of challenges. Uh, Army ROTC has been known to like go to rock climbing walls or other uh, types of events in order to uh, uh, recruit people 
that they believe would be more inclined towards Army ROTC. You might see on some campuses cadets repelling off of buildings. Uh, whoever sticks around, whatever students stick around and are, are intrigued by that are people that we would consider to be first stringers or Army ROTC would be considered to be first stringers. So enjoys the physical challenges, enjoys you know things like that and keeping fit. Next thing would be leadership. So this is uh, a person who enjoys leading others and is sought uh, to be led by others, likes to make a difference, has the reputation as a student leader. So questions like, you know, when you're in a group, do they uh, do they see you as a, does your group see you as a leader? Do you enjoy being a leader? Do you enjoy stepping out and, and making decisions for the group? All of those things should be uh, answered to the extreme. Yes, you enjoy leadership. You enjoy seeking out leadership and you like, uh, you like uh, organizing people in order to be able to accomplish um, a job or a mission. There'll be questions about loyalty. Are you loyal and proud of the government and of the army? Are you loyal to, to uh, the army? Are you proud of that? Or do you see it as an offense if somebody is not uh, disparages the army or disparages government institutions? So another part of this type of questioning would be, uh, you know, do you take corrective action or do, when your teachers or authority figures, uh, do you see them, at, are you respectful to them? Or do you, you know, if your teacher corrects you, are you take corrective criticism? How do you see, you know, people in charge? Do you see them as, as you know, people that are worth listening to, or do you see them as an impediment? Your answer, of course, should be that you see them as uh, people, you know, to be uh, looked up to, people that, uh, you know, would be, you know, uh, people that you would listen to. So this gets to this idea that you'll be, you know, always have people over you, officers, et cetera. And so you need to be respectful of, of authority. Another types of um, questions would have to do with diligence, how diligent you are. In other words, are you a hard worker? Do you work through things? Do you work things efficiently? Do you procrastinate? You know, you don't procrastinate. You're a person that gets things done. You're diligent. So make sure that you uh, answer that, uh, that you, you know, work hard and that you, you know, see things through. This gets back to the, the ideas of persistence, persisting towards something, getting things done. Uh, another one would be calm. Are you calm? So are you easily, are, so you're not easily bothered by others or by interruptions. You're not overly upset when something unexpected happens and you don't excessively worry. So the army is going to be filled with uh, interruptions, you know, filled with noise, filled with all sorts of things where, you know, you are not necessarily going to have a quiet environment. Uh, you know, if you want to go into the army, you know, you, if you don't like interruptions, then you should probably be a librarian rather than a army officer. So they kind of get at this idea of being able to uh, be bothered. Uh, so you are somebody who, you know, does not get easily uh, bothered by noises, things like that. Uh, there'll also be um, questions, um, you know, about uh, honesty. So they'll ask you questions about integrity. And these are things that often come up in the essays too, particularly the West Point essays uh, or the Academy essays where they talk about uh, integrity. So are you a person that always tells the truth? 
you don't tolerate situations where others are not truthful. You're you're an honest person. You're a person that uh, is you know one that's seen by others as being as being uh, a person of integrity. Next uh, is optimistic. Are you a person? Are you a half glass full person? Are you a glass half empty person? So if you're a glass half full person, with you you see the optimistic side of things. Uh, so there's going to be several questions. They're going to talk about optimism. How optimistic are you uh, about things? Uh, if things are going bad, do you see that as negative or do you see that as an obstacle to overcome and that you'll be stronger in the end and be, be positive? Uh, you know, that applies to the Army because there's going to be certainly be, you know, cases in, you know, your Army career. And I know I've had many during my uh, times in the military uh, where, you know, the chips were down. And so you as an officer needs to set the example for your soldiers and needs to be optimistic. And so the Army's looking for people that are optimistic, that are glass half full people that uh, see the upside even to uh, challenges. Uh, another uh, types of questions is going to be talking to be about being kind to others. In other words, you see the good in others and you don't harbor ill will towards others. Do you see others as competition to you or do you see them as being members of the team? Uh, this is important. There's going to be like questions like, you know, when I'm working out or I'm doing things, I see that other people's competition to me. Uh, that's not a good one to answer uh, yes to. What you see other people is you have to see other people as your teammates. You see people as, you know, ones that are members of your team that are going to make you a better person and they're not competition. The army is not about individuals. It's about teams, about teammates, about leveraging uh, individuals and individual strengths in order to bring uh, out the best in each individual. We're better as a team rather than a bunch of individuals. So, you know, there's going to be also questions like, uh, you know, I uh, like to work by myself or I like to work with a group. You know, clearly the answer is I like to work with a group because, you know, because, you know, that's what you're going to do in the army. You're going to work as a group. There's very few times where you're working as an individual. You're always working through others. You're always working with others. The army doesn't run unless you work as a group with each other. There's no lone wolves. There's no, you know, people that are uh, just work on their own. Um, you know, if you want to do that, you should do something else other than, other than the army. So they're going to, they're trying to get at those things too. Um, so yeah, so those are kind of the major, um, you know, areas of, uh, of this, uh, civilian background experience form or CBEF. Uh, you know, again, what, what, you know, that we're, tr what they're trying to get at here is they're trying to get at this idea of persistence through the program and the other characteristics that I talked about that will, uh, be determining factors is first of all, if, you know, you get through ROTC and enjoy it and you'll stay. And also, you know, the characteristics uh, of what they consider to be good cadets, but also good officers that uh, once they go into the army will be uh, excellent because, you know, they'll be team players uh, that uh, have kind of the psychological characteristics uh, that the, uh, that the uh, army is looking for. And again, you know, what you want to do, of course, is you want to, uh, you know, you want to answer, you know, in the extreme in most cases. 
uh, in order to be able to drive um, these points home uh, to you know the to the people who are uh, going to be scoring this survey. Uh, so what I hope this thing did for you was kind of give you an idea of what the CBEF is all about, and uh, you know kind of what uh, is going to. Uh, you know, uh, be a, have you be a success in the CBEF. Uh, you know, so I'll give you all the uh, links to these two studies, uh, as well as uh, uh, some of my uh, thoughts on it, uh, as well as, uh, you know, my books that you can find on uh, Amazon. Uh, also, I'll talk in a little bit more depth about uh, this subject and about how you can be successful on this. So, um, so I hope that was uh, helpful to you guys. Uh, today. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck uh, as you apply for these scholarships. And, um, you know, I'll see you next time uh, with uh, our next episode of, um, of ROTC scholarships. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the ROTC scholarship podcast. If you like what we're doing, please leave a quick review. If you have any questions or want more information about ROTC or our consulting services, please visit our website at rotcconsulting.com. Take care, and we'll see you next time.